have to say a word Baby, don't say a word When you walk in Girl, just take off your clothes Leave them on the floor Cause we don't need them no Hello everybody, welcome to volume 5 of Hush. We're still bringing you the shit you love to hear, and we're glad that you're back again and tuning in with us. We want to go ahead and dedicate this episode to the questions that you've submitted to us. And again, we love your feedback, any ratings, any questions, feel free at any time to go ahead and provide that to us. Again, my name is Kim, and I have my co-host. Chris. And I'm Kendra. And we're here to bring you the shit you love to hear. Um, what we're going to do again is we had opened up before with a segment called Story Time on one of our previous episodes. If you go back to Volume 2 and if you've been tuning in with us this whole time. So what I'll go ahead and do is I'll bring you another segment of Story Time. So I'll go ahead and take you back to the time that I was messing around with a guy. We'll go ahead and just call him Jesus for this episode. <laughs> And so he and I had been talking back in 2014. We kind of lost contact for a bit. I mean, you go your own ways in life. I had messed around with other people. He obviously did the same. Uh, We had just caught up actually last year. And so when we did decide to go ahead and try to reconnect again, um, he was still doing the same job that he was doing. He was a caregiver. So he had invited me. a few times actually to go ahead and hang out with him while he was working and one night I don't know I just kind of felt like you know this is gonna happen tonight even though his clients are still there so all of the clients were asleep and his co-workers were in an office at the front of the house he actually led me to the backyard and there was a, a table set up there and there was a patio chair and they had like uh, they had a swimming pool and the way that the house was um, positioned is it was kind of on a slope so the neighbor's house was um, inclined in a way so if they were to come out in their backyard they can obviously see the full uh, backyard that I was in Um, but he and I had started messing around in the backyard after we started talking and catching up with each other because again it had been about two years since we had seen each other and so he told me that he had wanted to kiss me and I ended up moving to sit on top of the patio table and that's when he began kissing me nibbling my lips kissing and biting my neck and then he tried to reach into my shirt at that point I told him no sex because I mean, he was on the on the clock for one. I didn't want to get caught for another. And he had agreed, so we agreed no sex at that point. But we still kept kissing outside. And, of course, it's moonlit, and it's beautiful out there. We're by a sparkling pool. So I started to get kind of excited, and I led his face into <laughs> to my breast, pretty much, and just let him, let him tease them. So he began to feel around my body, and then he began to finger me. I began moaning and lifting up his shirt so I could actually feel his body. And at that point, he laid me back on the table and pulled off my shorts and thong. And then he started to go down on me. Um, At one point, he told me to bend over, so he ended up eating out my ass at that point. And then he told me that he wanted to fuck me so bad. At that point, I wasn't even thinking, so 
he began fucking me from behind. We didn't have a condom or anything, and I wasn't on birth control. I know it's careless, but it was a heat of the moment kind of thing. Eventually, we ended up changing positions, and he laid me on the table while he stood up and fucked me. And then he placed my, well, I placed my legs around his waist and pulled him closer. He told me that he ended up wanting me to ride him, so we actually walked over, kind of half naked, over to the pool where there was a chair. So I rode him in reverse cowgirl until he came. And when he was about to come, he tried to hold my hips down so I could actually uh, get all of his cum inside of me, but it pushed his hand away and slid him out of me. So he came over my ass and came over himself. And he said he wasn't annoyed about that, but deep down I think he was because he stopped talking to me for a few days. <laughs> So, I mean, to each his own. It was fun. That's a story for the books. And I hope you enjoy this segment of story time on Hush. And what we'll go ahead and do is get into the questions that you have for us in just a moment. Money, get the money, stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody gave me shit, young nigga getting rich now Find the money, get the money, stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody give me shit, young nigga getting rich now Ball mains on my hip now Gold thing on my wrist now Feel like I'm the shit now Get in the booth and make hits now I might take a nigga sitch now you know that's my get down And it's them same bitches used to make fun of me Now them same bitches wanna be a fun to me Cause they see a nigga stand out And I ain't never need a handout I'm on my own and I'm the man now Pocket full of grands now Shit, everybody fans now Talking about they been my man's half they just want a piece of the life They see me flexing See me get a check and fuck it up on the necklace Yo, I spend a check and get it right back Young nigga on, and now I like that Rich now, find the money, get the money Stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody gave me shit Young nigga getting rich now Find the money, get the money Stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody Give me shit, young nigga getting rich now Give me shit, I got it cracking with All of this backing, you would've thought it been and happened But it didn't, had to do my own shit Now I got my own shit Fuck trying to rent, I'm trying to own shit Pull up to the lot and buy that white thing With my side change, watch how they eyes change They thought I was broke, I'm playing mind games I used to be broke, but the times change Now nah, nigga young and he ballin' Checking on my neck cause it's flawless And I can't stop the banks, yeah they calling But they just trying to check my deposits Cause a young nigga getting it And a young nigga spending it I swear to God they gon' pay me And I be lying if the money ain't changing me Find the money, get the money, stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody gave me shit, young nigga getting rich now Find the money, get the money, stack the money all the way to the top And you can't tell me shit now Cause I done did my own shit, got rich Ain't nobody give me shit, young nigga getting rich now Can't nobody tell me shit now 
Young nigga getting rich now Can't nobody tell me shit now Hey, hey, Young nigga getting rich now Again, thank you for tuning in. I want to go ahead and open up with the first question that was submitted to us. And it says, hey guys, so I need some help. Condoms are very irritating to me and it starts to hurt to the point where I have to stop. I don't think I am allergic. I don't really know, but is there any way to make it hurt less or not at all? I would just not use them at all, but I have an almost five month old and don't want another anytime soon. And that question comes from Ruby, one of our listeners. We do thank you again for tuning in and submitting this question to us. So we'll go ahead and answer that to the best that we can. So I would definitely say, um, first thing is definitely uh, talk to your doctor. Um, see if there's anything that's outside of, of any sexual content that is, you know, could be causing that pain. Um, I mean, I would, I would say that's the first most important part to do if, um, you know, hopefully it's, you know, it's anything that gets you to all clear, uh, look into alternative forms of, uh, different types of condoms to use. Um, I mean, especially it could be something, could be allergic to latex. Um, if there's like their sheepskin condoms that are out there, there's uh, polyurethane condoms that are out there. Um, there's different, there's just different types that you could possibly look into, that could be safer, more, uh, I wouldn't really say, well, I would say protective, I guess you could say, but more that would make you feel more comfortable. I would try those. Yeah, in addition to the sheepskin, if you don't want to go that far to the prehistoric age, you can also use polyisoprene condoms, and it looks like those actually came out in 2008, so they're fairly new, but it's synthetic latex, so it should stop trying to trigger any type of allergic reactions or you can even try the female condom too or even just alternate birth you know forms of birth control if you're with one person you you know you're monogamous you don't have to worry about STDs or anything like that you can look at IUDs or they have the implant that goes in your arm they have all different types of different birth controls so I would explore like all of those different routes we definitely hope that that helps with the, you know, the suggestions that we put in place. And again, thank you so much for submitting that question to us today, Ruby. Uh, we want to go ahead and move on to the next question. All right. So the next question that we received is from Miranda. And it says, hey, Hush, here is my dilemma. My guy and I just made it official last night that we are together. We haven't had sex yet, but last night we tried. It was the biggest fail ever. I'm mortified. He got it up and we were good to go, so I climbed on top and we couldn't get it in. I felt so ridiculous that I just stopped. He is not small or anything. I just don't understand why it wasn't working. So, I mean, from my perspective, I mean, was there any type of foreplay? Because usually foreplay is usually a good 
Kickstarter per se rather than just jumping right into it. I mean warm, you know get warmed up for it You know kind of get a little bit of lubrication down there and you know just kind of build that anticipation because even sometimes of just rushing right into sex and you know if your mind is is Going a thousand miles a minute and you're not really too focused on it. That could be something um, as far as it could just be a distraction as to why it probably wasn't going in. Um, also, I mean, was there any other teasing done? Were you guys experimenting with anything else? Were you know, were you talking through the day? You know, getting each other excited? Because I know from from my perspective is whenever it gets to a point of you're getting ready to to get the get the fucking going, is that's usually what the best thing to do is just to kind of throw in foreplay and just kind of build it up from there especially if you tried to get on top and it wasn't going in usually try different positions um, usually try having him get on top first and see if that'll help um, even sometimes from behind um, just just different ways you could try and you know get it in literally mm-hmm. and then just try and try those different um, avenues I agree with all that but there was a <laughs> There's been some terrible, okay, I won't say terrible because sex feels good no matter what once it's inside, but I've kind of had an experience similar to that where he actually ended up uh, going limp at one point, so when I was going on top and trying to grind back down on him, it hurt him because he went limp. So I was a little embarrassed thinking, okay, this is the first time that this has ever happened. Is it something that you're thinking about that makes it unattractive about the situation are you not attracted to me at the point um so i had my own insecurities with that as well um as for making it official and having that be the first time i mean best advice would probably just be to try again you know just try again and maybe be in a more calm kind of setting where both of your minds are just focused on the moment and then when you try again and you see that that happens again, you know your answer. Maybe this isn't meant for you. If you love sex, probably move on, break it off slowly. I mean, I'm just saying I was in a relationship where the sex wasn't the greatest. So eventually I I had to come to terms with just ending it. And it sounds selfish because that was pretty much one of the reasons. And that's actually... The experience I just told you is actually from that that time frame with that person. So it was from that relationship. So that would be my advice. Try it again. Relax. Do the foreplay for sure. And see what happens from there. I, I agree with that too. Like I think the biggest thing is foreplay because the vagina expands like 200% when you're sexually aroused. So if it didn't fit the first time, you just weren't ready. And... I would get lube because sometimes you you think you don't need it and really it's like more fun <laughs> when you have lube or it goes smoother. But I just think a lot of foreplay is just is really needed there. And if he's going too quick or wants to get it in right away, be like, hey, you got to do this. Otherwise, it's not going to happen because I'm pretty sure he would rather take the time and, you know, complete the job than <laughs> have you send him home. Yeah, because the first time, like I said, it's it's going to be just like when you go in for a job interview. you got to make that good first impression. And and sometimes it's if it doesn't seem like it's working in, like Kim said, is, you know, try again. And like Kendra said, try lube. Like there's a lot of different options. Don't feel that just because the first time was, was a big fail. Because also you have to think about this too is when you're both 
new to a relationship and you're both just getting to the first time being intimate i mean it could just be it could just be nervousness you know you guys yeah. can both just be scared you could be you know worry about you're trying to worry about are you going to be better than the last girl are you going to be good are you going to satisfy him and i'm pretty sure his mind is hey am i going to satisfy him am i big enough for her can i last as long as she wants so i mean it's usually it's more of a mental thing sometimes because like i said it's especially if it's you two are just now making it official to where you're like hey we're boyfriend and girlfriend and that's the first time like i said is you guys are going to have a relationship you know sex will come literally but at the <laughs> same <hope. laughs> time is you just both need to get comfortable with each other try the foreplay try new things you know try you know teasing each other through the day there's a lot of different options out there but i know you guys can do it i mean and miranda you said here he is not small or anything so i mean that sounds good props to you you got a, a big dude there, <laughs> like, make it work. <laughs> I'd say probably next time that happens, maybe suck his dick a little bit, you know, and then, like Kendra said, add the lube in there. It actually is fun. The first time I used lube was with somebody that really didn't, wasn't into type of, wasn't into foreplay and had a big dick, and I'm just saying, you know, if size is something that you feel is creating the issue, definitely throw that lube in the mix. And alcohol. <laughs> I, feel works like, too. I feel like that's a suggestion I always have. <laughs> alcohol makes me feel better. <laughs> no, but like during sex, I, I feel like it relaxes you a lot. So if you're worried about the first time you guys are having sex, drink, <laughs> take a couple shots. Be good. Put yeah. the nerves to ease, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, like I said, look at courage is one of the best types of courage. Um, but yeah, I mean, but don't just drink just to get fucked up. I mean, actually casually drink with each other. And then just kind of move into the whole, you know, flirting with each other. And like, like I said, it's just next thing you know, you guys are going to probably have some of the best sex of your life just because you, you took it slow. You were able to become more comfortable. You had that alcohol in you or you had that new toy or you had that lube or whatever the case is. That's, that's where I think you'll be good to go out the gate. Or like drinking games. That also mm. works too. Yeah, drinking mm-hmm. games is also a good thing. Make it, yeah, make it fun. You know, even if you don't end up fucking that night, but at least, you know, it's still just one of those things to make you to feel even more comfortable to where maybe, you know, you won't even need the drinking to do it. Maybe it'll just come naturally, literally, um, mm-hmm. for you. We hope that answers your question. We're going to move on to the next question that was submitted to us. Uh, Carissa wrote and said, Hey, ladies. Thoughts on strip clubs? Do you mind your partner going? Do you go as well? Honestly, I fucking love strip clubs. I don't know. I told you. I have, like, this, like, fascination with the female body. I think that it's beautiful. I love I love looking at tits. So I'll go to the strip club. I don't give a fuck about that. Chris knows I go to a strip club. We actually haven't gone together, though. We still yeah. We need to do that. I've never gone to the strip club <laughs> with my husband either. But if Chris breaks out a bunch of money, we can all go. <laughs> we can just we go together. So let me just go ahead and just break this hundo real quick and go get those singles. And Make it, it rain on us. $100 will get us far. I'm yeah. just saying. It will. It will. I don't, I don't have any problem with strip clubs. I, I mean, I think that's cool. It's like a, it's an interesting form of entertainment. And like, I remember going to Vegas and being in the middle of casinos and having those girls that dance. And I sat there and watched them. 
So why wouldn't I expect, like, my dude to want to go watch some chick like that? It's enticing. It really is. The thing is, like, I have to see the stripper have some, like, motivation. I went to this whack strip club here in town, and I was like, mm. They just didn't have the energy. Yeah, I think they closed. You know the one by the airport? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one did close. <laughs> I think. They, no, I think they just changed the name of it. It's did not they? Turbulence anymore. It's like... No, it was, it's Christie's, but I think it closed now. Oh. It well, was bad when it was the other one. Yeah, too. No, it was horrible when it was Turbulence. I'm just saying, they just didn't have the energy that I wanted to see versus other ones that I've been to here in town where I love to see the girl passionate about what she's doing. Like, look, we know that you're going to try to get some money out of me, you know. I'll tip you if I feel like you're putting enough into it. Like, I like to see, I guess, the lust, the seduction, the passion behind what you're doing, you know? Don't just, like, dance all bland and, I don't know, you gotta have some energy. So that's my only thing with strip clubs, just, the girl has energy and I feel like, you know, it's an enticing, seductive atmosphere. Hell yeah, I'll tip her, you know? Do you, when, when did you go your first time? Um, actually, I didn't go until last year. Which is strange, but ever since then, I've gone a few times. So last year was the first time I went with, actually, a group of my co-workers. And um, they were under the impression I had already been to one, but I never had been. It was my first time. I actually liked it, though. I don't know. The atmosphere, you know, the music, the dancing, the lighting there, you know. It was which it one, was sexy, you know. Which one did you go to? Uh, TD's East. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went there, but honestly, my favorite is Curves, hands down. I don't know what it is. I love Curves. I've never been to a grown strip club. I've only been to the 18-plus ones. And, like, the first time I went, I was Oh, like 18. Eden? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, back then, Eden. it was Bunny Ranch. Bunny Ranch. Oh, um, <laughs> but then I've been to Eden a couple times since then, and I'm like, I need to you go know, to one like, where I can drink a little bit and see some movies. That's one I haven't been to, and I know that's like the full, the it's full, full nude one. Yeah. I might as well go see some bitch totally take it off <laughs> me. I mean, throw it down. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all for strip clubs. I think they're fun. Like I said, but then I have, I sometimes I feel I have like by, by curious tendencies. I like to look at other women. That's just me. I'll look at them. I'm not into them. <laughs> Females drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like maybe one day I'll touch. Maybe. If she lets me. <laughs> does, it, does it affect you at all that she enjoys strip clubs? Um, no. I mean, doesn't doesn't bother me at all. I mean, the one I had went to was uh, in San Diego. Cheetahs. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> I mean, we went there. I mean, there was there was guys there with their wives, and I mean, I think honestly, is is I think it's cool as shit, you know, for your girl or your wife or whatever to you know take you to a strip club. I mean, especially for like your birthday or anniversary or you know just maybe it's just a night out. Ooh. But I think it's just a I think it's a cool date idea. <laughs> I'm only turned thirty this year, guys. Yeah, yeah. She's thirty. Together. 30. <laughs> there you go. And I mean, and but yeah, I mean, the fact that Kim likes to go, I mean, obviously she has the same tendencies I do. I like to look at it. We'll go to Eden. You know, and then, <laughs> for your birthday. But no, yeah, let's go to a grown. I she wants to go like tens or something. You want to go to Curves? Curves, I feel is good. Yeah, or you know, down the road, right there, yeah. TDs. That's where you went, right? Yeah, right, TDs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have fun. Yeah, we could hit up tens. And I understand Chris is bringing all the money. Yeah, apparently I am bringing all the money. <laughs> Make so it rain do on not them. invite yourself. 
mean, <laughs> Unless you're bringing money. Right? I think if you have an issue with it, go together. Make it like a... Exactly. Make it something that you exactly. enjoy. Talk about it during sex and make it something that like turns you on. Not role don't, playing here. Don't, especially out here in Tucson, don't think that you could sneak to one because Tucson is so small that cool. someone is going to see you there and it's going to tell your girl. So you might as well just be like, hey, babe, I just got to tens right now. I had this pretty blonde that's sitting in front of me her name is ivory and she's about to give me a full-on <laughs> lap dance so i just wanted to let you know love you see you at home <laughs> wish you were here but, yeah wish you were here you know but yeah don't for, for real just don't don't make it a secret i mean it's not like you're you're doing anything you're just there for just pure entertainment the women are literally there to entertain you you are there to simply be entertained so don't think that it's something secret or or anything that you have to hide like I said, let your girl know. I mean, if she has a problem, I mean, that'll be one way to find out. But at the same time, is she might actually be like, "Ooh, so what are they wearing? Or what is she not? What does her body look like? What color her nipples? Like, you know, it's just gonna probably be one of those things where it might actually open a door for more creativity in the bedroom, more ideas as far as, you know, <laughs> birthdays or you know, <laughs> anniversary ideas. So yeah, I mean, I personally have no problem if she was to go and. You know, and just be like, oh my god, like, I'm hearing this girl on stage is fucking hot. Like, I would want her to tell me about it. But then I would also definitely be comfortable with the idea if we both went. Yeah. yeah. I think on you would have to be honest about it. Don't hide that shit. Yeah. Hide something from a female and she will find out and she will do anything. She will hunt <laughs> you down and make sure that she only slashes three tires or whatever she needs on your car. So just tell her, like, hey, let's go to the strip club together. Yes. Include her, and she's not even going to worry. And if you're the girl that's worried about the strip club, those girls are just dancing, making a living, and they don't care about your dude. They want his money. I mean, unless he goes with the agenda to try to fuck somebody, to me it's like, look, if you're going to go in there like that, how about we both try to pull somebody and tag team her? Exactly. <laughs> like I said, because, I mean, like Kendra was saying is, I mean, you know, she could be a porn star in the bedroom, but I'm telling you, if you try to hide just trying to go to a strip club, she will turn into Dick Tracy real quick. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm talking about, like, Jack Reacher status. Like, she will know stuff about you that you didn't even know. But... But in all honesty, I mean, just just go talk about it. You know, like I said, go together, making an experience together. If you both don't like it, you both don't like it. If he likes it and you support it, then let him go. If same thing, if she likes it and you don't really care to go, but you like to hear about it, I mean, try it. There's a different avenues that can open. The worst thing that's gonna happen is you guys just don't go again. That's it. But other than that, that's kind of really. I mean, from a guy's point of view, for his girl to go. That's just how I see it. I, I'm completely okay with it. I feel like we're all pro strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, pro strip clubs. Yeah, definitely. They're fun. You gotta go. If you haven't been to one, make it a point to go to one. Go to one with booze. Don't go to one with a dry bar. Because there's nothing like paying $7 for a bottle of water to see some titties. You're like, yo, I don't feel like a man here. I feel like a hippie, basically. I just want to be like, yo, I want to have, like, a Jack and Coke in my hand or a shot. And I want strippers, like, dancing on me right then and there while I'm, you know, drinking my beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem really masculine when you're sitting there drinking an Arrowhead water. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Curves make some pretty good AMFs. Fucking love them there. <laughs> so there's nothing like sipping on that good drink while watching these girls. <laughs> That's a good night for me. <laughs> yeah, so you never know. Strip clubs could be your jammy jam. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey guys, how long should I wait to have sex with someone when taking it slow? And when I get to the point, how do I introduce toys without sounding awkward? And that's Ramon. Ooh, that's a that's a good question. I mean, it really kind of depends on as far as taking it slow and when you should. There really depends on you and how the other person is and how well you connect during that time. I mean, it's different that if you're just dating someone and you don't see them for a couple days and then you end up having sex. I mean, that's that's different. I mean, it's what I would say it as is you spend time with that person, you guys go out on dates, you talk to each other, um, you know, really get to know each other on that level. And I think it's just when it gets to that level of comfort where you're just like, okay, I think I can be inside you now. And like I said, it really depends. Is, uh, is taking it slow, like, automatically mean you want a relationship with that person? See, that's a good thing, because that's a good question, because I, I really have no idea if that means taking it slow. I mean, did you just taking it slow that you just want to just... Like, hold off on having sex? Maybe you're like, hey, I used to have sex with everybody right away, and this one, like, I don't want to have sex right away? <laughs> yeah, I kind of have, like, that kind of phase where I've been through that before, where I feel like, okay, maybe this one can be a little more promising. So for me, at least, when I hear taking it slow, I think of automatic, like, relationship. Because in my mind, I differentiate somebody I'm going to fuck and somebody that I'm looking at creating something lasting with. So I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask about taking it slow because I've been with one night stands, people I've just fucked right off the bat, met them that night. So that to me, I'd be a hypocrite, I guess, in my answer. I, I don't know. I mean, generally, if I'm looking at maybe having something promising, I give it about two weeks, maybe. That's where I was kind of saying, like, it, it depends because maybe I wanted to have sex with you and we did and then... I decided, damn, I really liked you, like, during the time we were hanging out, and now I want to, like, move into a relationship-ish type of thing. Like, I don't know, I guess then I'm, well, I'll wait, like, three days, and then we'll have sex again. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm the, I'm not the best person on that either. But I think, I'm trying to think of, like, a time where I legitimately was like, okay, I really like this person, and... I'm waiting to have sex. Like, I don't think I ever, in my mind, was like, I'm waiting to have sex. It was like, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever been in that position before either. Because like I said, especially when you say taking it slow, I mean, it's like, okay, taking slow of like sharing bank accounts or moving in together or letting them drive your car. That's where I would say taking it slow. I would just say as soon as you get that physical attraction then Yashin just smash whenever and I mean whether it's a day or two days and you know maybe maybe the sex may be so good the second day you guys hang out that that's what turns it into a relationship where you're like oh definitely I don't want this person to go anywhere I, but, I think too like it depends on how your relationship starts out that's true because if it's if like you meet on an app you're gonna I mean presumably you'll probably be talking for a little while on the app but if you meet in person, or let's say I meet you out somewhere, and I'm like, ooh, I like you, and I like our conversation, I don't know, I think those timelines could be different also. Yeah, it's, yeah, it really depends. Like, I mean, if it's, if it's, like I said, if you know the person, like, you go to school with them, or you just reconnect after a few years, and you start dating, then I can understand that taking it slow, because it's like you're being reacquainted with the person. But, I mean, honestly, if you're on an app, I mean, let's be real. I mean, if you talk to anyone on the app, you're just there to fuck them. 
That's I mean, not true, though. See, and I'm not. I just get, like, happy. Yeah. You're pretty. You're I've actually gone on dates with people from apps, so I don't just fuck all of them. I told you, in my mind, I kind of put them in categories already. Nine out of ten. <laughs> nine out of ten, I might fuck them. But... She's like, nine and a half, one was a digit. Nine and three quarters, thank you. Videos or it didn't happen. I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that makes sense, but, I mean... Like if you're, I think if you're trying to get to an emotional point where you're like, I want to take it slow because I want to have a good emotional connection with this person, then just wait until you feel it. Exactly. I mean, wait until you're like, damn, okay, I like you, and I think it's been long enough, and you know what? I can't fucking wait to have sex with you. Let them know how you feel. Yeah, to my mo- timeline is like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the most I'll hold out. <laughs> I'm like, God, two weeks, we better have some awesome conversations. <laughs> I'm really busy during that time. You better blow my mind. <laughs> But then, I don't know, like, to introduce toys without sounding awkward, I don't think it's awkward to be like, hey, let's bring in some stuff to spice up sex. And if you haven't started having sex yet and you like having sex with toys, then bring it up right away. Before you get into the awkwardness of, like, how long do I have to wait to have sex with this person? During that two weeks, (laughs) let them know, like, hey, I'm really into butt plugs or, you know, whatever it is that you want. I'm pretty sure before even getting to the point of, of being in a relationship, I'm pretty sure that those may be something that might be discussed as far as like, hey, if we're having sex, what do you like? And I'm pretty sure that usually is discussed beforehand. Well, I would disagree with that. Yeah. Because I'm all about toys, but I don't discuss that stuff beforehand. But I mean, like, if it's something that I don't also, I also don't worry about it because I'll just be like, hey, let's go get a dildo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But if it was something I worried about beforehand, I would just take it off my chest by telling ahead of time yeah. but otherwise it was just like one random day i'm all let's open my box of toys <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't know yeah i don't i don't think like i said it and that's also a good point i don't think there really is like an uncomfortable way to bring it up i mean it's just hey if you like toys you like toys if you're having sex you're getting naked and dirty with someone anyway like yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you what you do in your bedroom. If you guys are having a great time with it, then yeah, it just does. It just has to stay between you guys. I mean, unless you want to share everything. If you're into like hot wax play, like something like that could be definitely a turn off for the other person, or something they're afraid of or not into. I could see that maybe being a little more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But even then, like we discussed earlier, talk to your partner about what you want what you're comfortable with if you're in a relationship with this person they should be okay hearing that stuff and feel okay telling you how they feel about it yeah and sometimes they might be actually the one waiting for you to say it as far as what you like and then maybe they just be like oh thank god like i thought i was just gonna have to keep it a secret i mean silence does nothing exactly (laughs) so i mean if like i said if she said if if you like it talk to your partner discuss it talk about it have fun talking about it but like I said, is you never know until you try, and you never know if you don't say anything. Yeah, I agree. Definitely be vocal because I mean, this is your body, and you're all about pleasure. So tell them what pleasures you. As for bringing in the toys, honestly, I would just, I would actually masturbate in front of them. I mean, I've done that with Chris before with the toy. And then from that point on, it became something that we were comfortable with. To me, it's like, if you're going to fuck this person, you might as well show them how you play with yourself before you even start a foreplay with them. So just play with yourself. Let them know this is what you're into, basically. And then go from there. 
I don't know, for me, it'd be erotic to see my partner, you know, this is how he likes to be stroked, or this is how he's stroking, something like that, you know, and so when you're playing with your toys, bringing that out, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an automatic turn-on, I mean, unless that's something they're not into, but again, you got to be vocal about that. To me, if you masturbate in front of them, bring the toys out, it's going to be more comfortable over time. Well, that was a good answer. So our next question is from James, is sex when on antidepressants. I hear common side effect is issues standing up, cough, cough. I'm sure you know what I mean. My issue is I'm walking, I'm a walking hormone right now, but I can't get off. It's like my mental sex zone is fucked up to hit the trigger. I can't go hours, nada. Anyone experience something similar and find their way to getting it back? Okay, so um, the first thing that I wanted to suggest is probably, like, to watch different porn, which seems like something kind of minimal, but you will probably find something else that you're attracted to that could get you off differently than you ever had been before. And if you feel like you're being, like, you said your mental sex zone is fucked up, and... I feel like maybe what you want to do is like some meditation. Start off your days with meditation, force a bunch of positivity throughout your day, and then, you know, go home and jack off or whatever you have to do and push yourself. Maybe it feels like it's taking forever because usually time with yourself takes 10 minutes or whatever the case may be, and maybe you just need to mentally push yourself through that that finish line. And then, you know, the other thing is with antidepressants, I, I was looking at different stuff about it and it says that they can really mess with your erection and orgasm and there are other options like you can talk to your doctor let your doctor know like hey this is going on and I'm not happy with it because obviously antidepressants are to make you feel better and if this is something that's holding you back that's that's something else to kind of pull you down tell them hey this isn't working see what they have the option for I don't have any experience personally with like problems with you know sexual arousal with pills but I don't take any antidepressants but I do like my husband does take pills and I know he's told me about issues that he's had where he doesn't feel like you know he wants to have sex or different things like that you know and so we just kind of incorporate other things like whether it be a sexting throughout the day or maybe just foreplay and not even worrying about finishing you know every time you have sex or like personal time doesn't have to be to completion it just basically has to be for your enjoyment. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I mean that's pretty much as good as an answer you need to get. Um, I just, I've never had any experience. I don't personally know anyone that's had any experience, but I would definitely say for something like that, like I said, definitely try switching up your routine. Um, hey, maybe, maybe even try a strip club. You know, yeah. just like what we <laughs> said. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe you just need that attractive woman just to you know, literally rub you the right way. And, you know, maybe that's what it could take. Switch, yeah, switch go up. and get a lap dance at a strip club. <laughs> exactly. Pay the extra to go in the back, let her dance on you, get your, do that. It seems like that would be a good way to get yourself out of, like, the mental fuck that's going on anyway. And, I mean, let the club know. Yeah, well, you can get different girls in there, and they can all give it their best shot. I'm pretty sure one of them's going to do it. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, but in all seriousness, I would I would definitely say, like I said, talk to your talk to your doctor or physician and just to figure out if it is something else that you could possibly do um, to do that. But like I said, it's I would definitely say for for the first part, 
try different things. Try looking at a new type of porn if you're just used to, you know, interracial or just girl on girl. Try different ones. Look try... up dudes. Look up look up stuff that you never would have looked up before. Yeah, midget porn. I mean, Bridget... <laughs> that was my first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you could do you could do midget porn. I mean, it's it's just Bridget the tries. midget likes black guys. I remember that one. Yeah, she likes to deliver pizzas in a in a little mini dress. And <laughs> oh yes, I to remember dudes that porn. out there who are lifting weights in jeans. So that was a good porn. Thank you. The, yeah. the other thing, I mean, I wouldn't be embarrassed to to try or to say to use is to fucking find somebody who has Viagra and be like, hey, can I try one? See if it works for you. I mean, even if to anybody who doesn't need Viagra, find someone who has one, ask them for it, and take that shit. You will have the best sex ever. I promise you for, like, hours. <laughs> I'm just saying. And if you need some, send me a DM. And maybe I'll help you out. <laughs> I just, I feel like there, you know, the blockage as far as, like, to completion is yourself holding back. Yep, like I said, it's not always just because it's a, it's a physical issue. It doesn't mean that it's always just straight physical is usually sometimes it is your mentality you know maybe there is something that is on your mind that's stopping you maybe you're too worried about finishing and that's where it feels like it goes on forever rather than actually the best thing to do at this point is just relax you know just relax take a shower like i said get you some lotion find a nice porn to watch or just just kind of browse through like i said try different things Try looking up different different ones. Try looking up porn stars. You know, just just go down a list. Which what are you attracted to? Find those. I'm pretty sure you go to like something like Pornhub, X Videos, RedTube, ElephantTube, MammothTube. Yes, I do know a majority of all the porn <laughs> sites that are out there. There's not one I haven't heard of, but definitely try that. You know, figure out like look up porn stars. Like I said, just if you like blonde. You would not believe how many blonde porn stars there are out there that would probably fit your criteria. Definitely look into that. Try new things, um, showers, strip clubs. You know, even even if you need to just go to like an adult shop and then just just look at the videos they have in there. Maybe you'll find something there. <laughs> the arcade at maybe party house. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like a different lube. Like yeah. a heating sensation or mm -hmm. coconut oil if you've never tried it. You know, just like something, just change it up a little bit. Something that won't put you in the same place where you usually were that you can't seem to to complete now. Yeah, I feel like a pleasure is just as much mental as it is physical. So if you put yourself in the zone where you just completely relax and actually indulge into the new feeling of, you know, a new porn, for instance, or a new lube, um, a new type of routine... I feel like that's just going to make you want to come quick, you know, but don't put that pressure on you at that time. Just enjoy what you're feeling. Or go it's... and get a pocket pussy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. word, like do whatever. <laughs> I mean, get yours. Like, grapefruit. I, yeah, I, think, I mean, shit, the grapefruit, grapefruit yourself. Yeah, or a <laughs> hey, American pie. American pie. Find, a, find, a, find <laughs> an apple pie, you know, uh, buy a sex doll. I don't believe that. 
No, the the pie thing is that's not real. I mean, it's not Chris. No, <laughs> it's just Tell because pie is only meant for Have you eating. Fucked when pie? did you stick your dick in a pie? Why would I ever fuck a pie? Because <laughs> you're talking about it. You just said right away. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, because if you eat a pie, wow. it's not gonna feel like oh my god. Like if you if you like a deep dish pie, like why the why would you do that in the first place? I think like, he's ready for the grapefruit. <laughs> like, and the grapefruit thing scares me because for one, I hate grapefruit. Anyway. You're blindfolded and it's under the bed. <laughs> And you don't know. And I can smell grapefruit, and that's a turnoff. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, you need to Google grapefruit blowjob and watch, like, the second video down because the first one's stupid with ads. Um, and, literally but, yeah. just, and literally just watch it all the way through. And listen to those noises. Yes. it'll. You'll probably close your eyes, and that's the Maybe that's what you need to do, James. Go check out the grapefruit blowjob video while you're sitting there with your flashlight. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like I said, that's, if that's not a way to mix it up, I have no idea what else. But Avoid the pie, do the grapefruit. And talk to your doctors, <laughs> maybe smoke some weed, see if that'll help you instead. Something mm-hmm. that's like not going to change up the chemicals in your, your body. You know, see what kind of alternatives you have. Yeah, but like I said, if you if you try the different things, I'm pretty sure you'll find you'll find that right thing just to, to get you going. We hope that answers the question to the best that we could do that for for you. Um, again, we thank you for submitting that question. Definitely check with your doctor. And try to relax and just enjoy the sensation itself. And this was submitted from April O'Neill. And her question was about hygiene. And it was more in terms about hair down there. So her question was, if you feel like you're fucking a woman... If she has hair down there, or are you into completely shaven women? You guys can answer that one. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be a little hair down there. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, 1980s Brazilian rainforest. I mean, but just a little little bit, a little patch of hair, a little landing strip here and there, um, I think is more enticing than just completely shaven. I mean, completely shaven is, I don't know, it's just, to me, it's just, I don't know, it's just not my, not my thing. See, I'm like, well, so a couple different things. The rainforest saves you from STDs. Yeah. (laughs) That is a big thing. It saves you from BV. It saves you from all different kinds of stuff. Mm. So having the rainforest is okay. But then at the same time, I'm all, I feel like the rainforest should only be there for maybe three months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> when it starts getting cold outside, then it's okay. But during right the summer out. months, you know, just kind of just kind of trim the hedges. You know. <laughs> and then I think, oh, I think with that too, you have to be careful because it's how often do you shave, do you wax, what is it that you're doing, whatever. Is it mm. causing irritation? Because I don't want to be dealing with fucking razor bumps all the time. Yeah. Like, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, it's it's nothing more uncomfortable than watching a woman just walking and just scratching her crotch because her hair is just, <laughs> or her razor bumps are just getting she on her She's got that ingrown hair coming in. Yeah, and then, you know, she's just sitting there, you know, she's buying pliers. Or not pliers, pliers. oh Jesus. The uh, tweezers. If she's buying tweezers and you know some alcohol and some cock oh, balls. Yeah, see, like, no. I read something on Reddit once that was like um, a stripper or a porn star gave her like shaving method and she was like brand new razor. Shave, I think she used conditioner or something. Shave it off. Dry it down. Alcohol swab that shit. 
are you kidding me? Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm all, no, <laughs> no, I am okay with it. I just, I read that and was like, you're going too far. <laughs> Coconut oil, shave every day, take three months off, start shaving every day again. <laughs> you know, or, or get creative, make little designs in it, like a lightning bolt or something like that. How about a one lightning that says, bolt. Harry Potter mom. up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Or it just says entrance and then have a little arrow pointing down. I would have fun arrow. little sayings. <laughs> <laughs> Talking crotch syndrome. So you're saying don't have hair where it's thick enough where you can braid it, but have hair where you can put sayings. Or we do want braids. You can get little extensions and we could just stab that shit up. Get little horse hair extensions in there. I think it's like I think it depends on how comfortable you are too. Because mm. I feel like the first time you go and meet a dude, you're not going to show up with a bush unless somebody never told you. <laughs> unless, like, unless you were like, oh, this is normal. But I think every other girl's like, oh, so I'm getting waxed today or whatever. And it's like, what are you doing? Well, tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess when it comes to hair, I don't... It's weird. I don't like to see them completely, like, shaven, like... Or waxed when I'm watching porn. I like to see a little bit of hair on it. Nothing too crazy. I'm not talking like, you know, those type of porns where it's like a fucking jungle and he like comes in her pubes or something. It's like protecting from STDs. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and watering I'll watch the grass. It, but it's not my thing. Like, <laughs> I can't watch it if it's super thick. <laughs> What if it's a cream pie with a big bush? She's definitely going to watch it. Those. Yeah, she's going to watch it. I don't I've even know why them. she's even trying to... Don't stop debating it. You're going to watch I'm it. Not gonna, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to walk around with the bush that thick. <laughs> but she's still going to watch that I'm shit. I'm still going to watch it, though, because, you know, if he rubs it in and she's like, damn. She's like, that's like conditioner. He's like washing her hair. <laughs> like, so she definitely dead. better braid it after that. <laughs> He better braid it with his tongue after that. He better do something. Sure. He better pull out his inner stylist shoe. That would be wild. Hold on just a second. I'm going to French braid this. Uh. We'll go get your curling iron real quick. We're going to straighten this out too. I'm going to put some ribbons in it. It's weird because I kind of feel like the way that she had um, asked me the question. See, it wasn't a formal submission. She just brought it up to me personally. And that was her main uh, concern was with the question. She wanted us to discuss if we thought that a female that went completely uh, shaven, you know, completely uh, waxed and did the full Brazilian, if she was still erotic in the sense of a woman, or do you look at her like she's a child? I separate that completely. And I think that's just because, like, I don't want to go there. I have no, no interest in thinking of a child sexually or anything like that. So to me, it's more like, oh, we're no longer in the 80s, and in the 90s, they were like, we're going to get rid of the bush, and now it's, you know, 2000s, and we're like, leave it up for three months and take it down for the rest. So you wouldn't watch one of those, like, daddy abuses stepdaughter (laughs) with, like, sex, and she's completely bare down there, and she's going off on that kind of role play? Have you seen those ones where it's like yeah, they they abuse the youth? It's eighteen and up, like but a... yeah, he's supposed to be like an old man. I mean, it's like he's probably person. like he's probably like maybe like four years older than her, and then she's like twenty three. <laughs> no, I see him where he it's looks like he was like fifty either, because I'm like that's not your stepdaughter. <laughs> yeah, like, so there's I no way. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me, but like to be honest, I don't know. I I would. Mm, I'm trying to think about it because I don't like pussies very much, but like I guess <laughs> if I had to see one. 
I would rather there not be any hair. Yeah. During the time that I'm, like, seeing. <laughs> but at the same time, like, if I see you during passing or try, you're changing in the dressing room, I want to see your bush. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm kind of in the middle with it. Not too much, not too little. Unless it's a cream pie, then she really gets Yeah, if it's a cream pie, maybe. I don't I don't care if you have any and hair needs to break or none. Braided, <laughs> that says, say cheese. I, know. <laughs> uh, I think it's different for dudes, though, because, like, for me, I don't want to... I, w- I would rather see hair on a guy. I would, too, actually, but then it's weird. Like, I don't mind running my tongue along, like, shaven balls. Like, it feels good, you know? Yeah, but I don't mind doing that on hairy balls, either. Yeah. Same also. So for me, hair doesn't really matter for them. I like to see it, obviously, but then, like... <laughs> I want to see a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to bring this experience, but I don't want to embarrass him. <laughs> so this one time... Can I bring it up? Are you going to be embarrassed? Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? That one where you, like, you sent me a picture because <laughs> you said that you shaved too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like... Is this gonna be okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like I said, okay. like I said, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, you got to the point of no return, and you're like, it's gonna grow back, but then at the same time, it's, is she gonna be okay with this? So yeah, so I did text, send her a picture and be like, is this okay? Because then like I like, kind of we still been... fucked. So yeah. she's all in the middle of a meeting, pulls it up. Yeah, what nice. She's like, holy crap! Like that's like... shaving. She's like, yo, that was like, ooh. It was all, like, lotioned like, up, If too? your concern is that they're gonna be, like, no longer licked or sucked, it's okay. We got past that. We still fucked. They still got their, their treatment. They were still fondled, treated with care, hair or no hair. I think if hair <laughs> bothers, you'd be like, hey, let's take a shower. And <laughs> Let me just shave shower and then move out. No, like, I, I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, like, if, does hair bother you because you're worried about it being dirty? Or is it just hair like I don't know you feel different about it when I was young I was like I don't like hair at all and now I'm like ooh hair <laughs> <laughs> or like you know I don't know it's different I, I prefer it with hair but then also at the same time when he had the accident and went a little too far you know it didn't stop us from being intimate it was having sex still you know what? <laughs> I was like yeah it was just like <laughs> opportunity for a dick pic got you I mean it's just got you <laughs> It's just when it gets to that point, you just like, well, fuck it. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, no, it's no, oh, damn, I went too far. No, it's like, yeah, I went too far. Well, might as well go all the way. And then, you know, and then, like I said, it is what it is, but I was smooth as shit, though. <laughs> for three days. <laughs> and then for three days. And then, back. And then, it comes back real quick. So don't use, I did like not that. use alcohol at all, so. <laughs> no burning. You didn't no swab burning. it afterwards? Damn. <laughs> See, I didn't, didn't use no alcohol. Didn't use like the little little aftershave or nothing like that. No, Coconut just got oil. me some cocoa. Yeah, basically that's all it did. Just, that just smooth it out. No irritation. It felt weird. It felt weird being in in boxers. I could tell you that much. <laughs> I was like, there's so much room in here. So much. <laughs> it was like it was all cool and everything all like that. I was like, to these, the touch. I know. I was like, these, is it ventilated? Yeah. Walking. You're like, oh snap. I can, 
I'm gonna feel like I'm starting a brush fire. Like I go walking, like, oh, hey, how you guys doing? See, so bouncing off from leg to leg. I see. I love that you were put on the spot because she's like, I know, really. Like she just did it. She's like, I don't know. Him and I was like, oh, it's a random listener. Thank and God. Then I was like, Chris, do you mind if I tell the story? <laughs> I know. Now they're gonna be like, oh, so do you have that picture of when you like shaved? Like, hey, do you great. Have that, no. that one picture with your shaved balls. The editor version will be online soon. I know, right? <laughs> No, it won't. It already is. It already is. And also um, submitted by April, she had another question for us that she wanted to touch on, and that was, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) don't get too excited. (laughs) (laughs) She said, "What do you feel about swinging?" And she basically went on to describe that during her marriage there had been what she called the seven-year itch. And at that point, uh, it wasn't because she didn't love her partner, her husband, any less. But it was because they both wanted to explore and open up sexual doors. So it was more of a thrill that they were bringing in as to why they decided to pursue uh, the route of being a swinger. So she wants to know, what are our thoughts about swingers? So I don't know anything about the seven-year itch. I haven't been in a relationship that long. Yeah, my current relationship is five years. I know all about the two-year itch. And, like, I personally don't see any problem with swingers. Like, I've said on other other shows before, like, I don't think one person can give you everything that you want. I think that's why we have, like, different people throughout our life that bring different aspects and, you know, different, um, I don't know, experiences to our life. But um, I think it's cool to be able to be that open with your partner to go out and experience, you know, those those types of things together. I think I think secretly this might be a huge assumption, but I think secretly deep down I think almost everyone in every relationship has some hidden fantasy about swinging at some point in their in their marriage, to relationship, whatever the case is. It's just because you're you're with the person for so long and you know your sex could be great, but then it's like we have great sex. What can we do to make it even better? Or what can we do to try something new? And I think that when swinging comes into point, I really think that opens up a lot of curiosities, especially if you're comfortable with talking to your partner and you both open up. You'll be surprised that you might have that thought and then they might have that thought too. And that's just something that can you guys could build on that together. But I, I think that somewhere at some point that that does come into the heads during a relationship that is like, Hmm, what if we what if we were swingers or what if we, you know, tried out tried it with another couple? You know, that's that's just personal I think. I could be yeah, wrong, but I agree because I think it could be different levels. I think that could start as early as like, hey, let's go to the strip club together. Exactly. I think it could also be like, Hey, let's have a threesome. Let's bring in a girl, let's bring in a guy, whatever. Or like full blown couple swapping. I I think that I think you're exactly right with that because I feel mm-hmm. like everybody goes through different stages of it. Or, like, where we've talked about cuckolding, and, like, that's kind of an aspect of that, too, because getting turned on by you being with someone else is essentially me wanting to see you with another dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, is this a hint? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess Chris is all, yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> like, growing up traditionally in, in my family, it was about, well, it still is for the older generations, at least about monogamy. So I was brought up with those types of views, but then as I became sexual, 
went down my own path and did shit that I said I wouldn't do, you know, at this point, I, I don't know, to me, swinging seems like, you know, if that works for you, then by all means, I mean, I've kind of had some fantasies, I guess, about that along the way, too, um, Chris and I have actually talked about, you know, the fact that where he said that there's still a little bit of a jealousy kind of issue, but he had admitted that he wouldn't mind seeing me getting fucked by somebody, and I actually admitted the same thing about, you know, the same with him. So we're open about discussion about it. I don't know if we'd actually pursue it personally, but it's, you know, one of those little fantasies, I guess you Something could say. Something that's hot to talk about for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and like I said, it's, and that's also the thing, too. It may not even just be with another couple. It may just be, you know, like I said, a random girl or a random guy that you you just want to bring in. And maybe it's just a threesome or, like Kendra said, maybe it's just full-blown couples, you know. But I think, I think at some point that is going to be something that comes into your mind. And that's something that you guys can either tackle together or just keep it bottled in. But I think the... Sooner you get it out, yeah, there might be some jealousy issues, but like I said, they're not going to get resolved if you don't talk about it, especially if it's something that you may want to try or even if it's something you just want to talk about. I mean, that that enhances the conversation because there's even times where we talk about it and it just makes me want her even more, even if we're not going to go through with it. But it's just the whole thought of talking about the idea or, or you know, texting each other, hey, what would this fantasy be like if it was – you know, another guy or another girl, and then we would talk about that, and I'm pretty sure we would yeah, those conversations. Yeah, we definitely texted each other about that before, yeah. like, oh, well, what about your friend or something, and how would that be? And then, like, you know, going through, like, a scenario through text message to try to turn each other on. So we've kind of gone that route before. I don't know. We haven't actually tried anything. Who knows? I think it's kind of cool, though, too, because, like, honestly... Those have to be kind of the best couples because they talk about shit, they go and experience shit together, and if you're experiencing a bunch of shit together, how often are you going to run into a problem with, like, cheating? No. That was actually one of the things, too, that I brought up with her was, like, jealousy, trust issues kind of thing, and I had asked my friend who is a swinger about that and she she does plan to make an appearance sometime soon uh, but she did state that that's one of the things that they cannot have is it has to be open communication all along the board and uh, she said you don't think about that when it's going into just okay this is who I'm going to sleep with at night this is who I love um, for the meantime though for this moment of pleasure this is what we're going to do so they've actually brought in another female before for threesomes they've actually done the whole swinger routine where they did do a couple swap from what I was told and at first she had a lot of scrutiny from her family because the whole first impression that came to um, some people's minds like her relatives was that they didn't love each other because they were going down that route um, but she basically said what Kendra said. It's just about being open, and that's what's keeping them together still. It brings in not only a thrill to them uh, sexually, but they didn't bring it in to their, um, their marriage until... Well, they didn't bring it in at a bad moment, basically, is what she had told me. This was something that they had mutually agreed upon, so it wasn't that the sex was terrible. Uh, they were actually having great sex, is what she said, but they wanted to make it even better, so they decided to take that route yeah and I think I I think that you know the whole not being able to love somebody the same that's something that I thought about for a long you know that I also thought for a long time but it also had a lot to do with like the way I was living my own life 
Because for me, I was just having sex with people, and then if I was dating you and I decided to have sex with someone else, it is because I was over you. But now that I've, like, grown up and I've experienced love and shit, like, I can still totally be in love with my husband and see some dude and be totally sexually attracted to him. And no, I still love my husband, and I'm not going to pursue, like, anything long-term with this other person. It's just, like, something that is attractive to me then. Or even if it's talking to them or sexing or whatever it is, like, I always come home to my husband. That's the person I want to spend my, my life with. That's, you know, that's where I feel secure. Like, I think it's kind of ridiculous to be like, oh, you don't love that person. But at the same time, I totally get it, because I used to feel that way. I think one of the easiest things, too, is with you being open and having that as mutual agreement and with you being open with that, I mean, if either one of you feels comfortable, I'm pretty sure you're at the point where you respect each other enough to just say, okay, we can stop. Mm-hmm. And then that could just be off the table and then you no longer have to speak about it. And you go on and, you know, just continue being happy with your lives. So don't think that it's not something you can't back out of or anything like that or you're letting your partner down. Because that's what your partner is there for, is if you feel like they're saying, hey, this is makes me uncomfortable that we're doing this, then, you know, okay, cool, you just stop, you know, so I, I don't think there's, there's, I mean, obviously there's other avenues as how wrong that can, that can go, but I think that with it being a mutual agreement, that's where if you're going to swing, make sure that, you know, jealousy is off the table, lay down your ground rules first, you know, is is you know no sex with someone else unless i'm there no one could be in the house or you know without us there or something like that yeah set you boundaries know. yeah set boundaries like just don't just be like okay we're swingers because most people just be like oh we're swingers and they can go out and they can fuck whoever they want wherever they want bring them back to the house but if you set those ground rules i think that makes it a lot easier and like i said and if you feel like even with those ground rules it's still making you uncomfortable just stop it like, nothing's going to stop you. Nobody's going to judge you or anything like that. But but biggest thing is my take on it is I will be completely okay with swinging if there's just some solid ground rules that we're both willing to understand and abide by. Oh, so you mean I can't love them? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can love them if they got money. You can love them if you want them to end up, you know, buried out in the desert somewhere. I mean, for me, like, uh, sure as hell – you better understand that if if I'm in a situation where my husband wants to have sex with you or something, I'm arranging it. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be me that sets it up. So there's no surprises over here. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's like the feelings thing that has to be a big, a big no-no. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, if he said he's going to buy you like a Ferrari or something, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you could say I love you once or something like that, you know. Just to yeah. kind of get them going. But. You would just trick me out like that? Shit. <laughs> I didn't say I would trick you out. I mean, I don't get anything out of it. You get a Ferrari, so I don't know what the big thing is. Dick. Hey, Chris, I get to ride passenger. <laughs> I know, I get to ride passenger. It's not even my Ferrari. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, good for you. I'm just I'm just there for moral support. <laughs> we do want to go ahead and thank you, April, for submitting those questions to us. I want to go ahead and move on to another question that we had. And that was, how do you make your man more comfortable with anal? And what are your thoughts about pegging? That's submitted by an anonymous. So, um, 
man more comfortable with giving or receiving anal? Uh, giving anal. And then as for the pegging, that would be the receiving part. So Why is that? Some men just will not, you know, will not take it there. It's like the ass is, is dirty. Is that because it's like, I don't want to put it in your ass because I'm gay? Like. <laughs> no, I think I think a lot of it is guys are are more worried about stories they've heard. Like a girl, girl shitting, shitting on them, on them yeah. in their car, ripping their asshole inside out. He's all in the like, car. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, when did a girl shit on you? <laughs> I'm say, and see, and that was one of the reasons that turned me off from it from like, before. I never on you. <laughs> was was because I have heard a story where you know <laughs> a woman shitted on her boyfriend in the middle of sex in the backseat of the car. So, I mean, I I don't see it as, oh, he fucking girl in the ass, like, oh, no, that, that's gay or anything. Like, no, I don't think that at all. Well, I how just, did you become more comfortable with anal? Ask that honestly, is, is like Kendra had mentioned before with Change It Up, you know, I started watching more porns that had anal in it. And then it was just kind of one of those things where I watched it, and I was like, you know, it's actually pretty hot to watch. And it's like, well, she looks like she's actually really enjoying it. Like... Maybe do you enjoy it? You know, just to kind of thing. So it just kind of helped jumpstart the idea because I was just like, nope, nope. After that story, I want nothing to do with it. And you start thinking about all the negativity of it. But then when you actually start looking at a porn and start seeing, oh, wow, she's really enjoying it. He looks like he's enjoying it. Did he just come in her ass? Like, did he just come on her ass? Like, you know, I was like, oh shit! Like, apparently he, you know, he's <laughs> so, finishing. Did you say so it feels something. No, I'm right? Yeah. And, like every experience was different too. So. It's so hard to be like, oh, that's going to happen every time because it probably won't. Or it may never happen to you. I don't know. I mean, it's weird because I had this book um, about porn star confessions. And it was everybody from, like, uh, Peter North to Ron Jeremy, I believe, were in that book. And um, I had read this story about one of the porn stars who was at a family barbecue. And she just had a fun time eating. And they decided that she was going to – her and her boyfriend were there. And uh, they decided they were gonna sneak up to the second, uh, the second story restroom and fuck there. So they started having anal, and she did state in that confession that she actually shit on him. She was embarrassed about that because normally she cleanses before. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like I read that story, but I mean I was still down to try, try anal. Just don't eat at a barbecue. <laughs> I can't even think about what made me want to try it for sure. I just I think, I think it was too. always like one of those things where I was like, yeah, let's do that, <laughs> let's try that. You you just uh, the whole hey anal, sure why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like came up and then pregnant, I was like drinking. I really wanted anal all the time. Yeah. Yeah, which is I don't know. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mom, but I don't then know, too, man, being like, pregnant makes you horny. <laughs> As I told Chris, I was like, you know what? That actually brings me to. Oh, never mind. No, no, I'll I'll share it. (laughs) So, it has nothing to do with anal anymore. (laughs) Now I'm, like, on some other shit about being pregnant and horny. So I had asked Chris, like, where's the weirdest place that you masturbated? And I was pregnant at the time. (laughs) So he was telling me that... (laughs) He was telling me... I forgot where his was at. Oh, when I was at a... I was uh, at a work bathroom. <laughs> but I, said, I was like, look, the weirdest place. I met you at work. <laughs> <laughs> Not within the last like five or six years for the people who have known me for that long. It was not at the place oh, that we shit, have I met. Slipped and fell. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him mine was actually. <laughs> 
so terrible. Mine was actually in a library restroom up on the up on the fourth floor. I don't know why I just thought of that. You mentioned like being horny and being pregnant. I was like, oh shit, I remember that one time. I was actually watching it on my phone. Why were you at the library? I was in summer school. Well, for one, I was in summer school, so that tells you that it's at the U of A. Now people are gonna go into the four-story bathroom and it's like, dude, a pregnant woman just flapped all over this place. I don't know. I don't know. How I feel about dropping. Like, a I was here. just super horny, and then I started to watch porn while I was there, and nobody else. It was summer school, so the campus gets really empty. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> but then I texted him afterwards, and I was like. Wow. <laughs> He's like asking how my day was. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I just masturbated in the library restroom. <laughs> he was like, you couldn't wait till you got home. <laughs> no, no. I was like, I couldn't that time. I know what I'm you sorry. mean, though. That pregnant morning is fucking, oh, it's so wild. Because as long as you're still at work. You know what? I did like three times already. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I'm a little ashamed admitting that. But hey, that's hey. not the only thing I've done in that library, by the way. So. <laughs> By the way. By the way. I think um, pegging. I've asked about pegging too, right? Yeah, pegging. So stick your finger in his butt when you're giving him head and start with that. That's I think the first pegging, step. I think pegging definitely you know, can, is something you can work up to, but you got to let your dude know that he likes it first. And he will. <laughs> I feel like that's like the natural male G-spot, isn't it? Like. Yeah. No, that's and that's why I'm like, do it while you're giving him head because you know. I actually had one guy though that told me like, look, I'm not gay or anything, but this one time I came so quick when this girl was giving me a blowjob and she stuck her finger in my ass. Why do you have to start it with I'm not gay? I was really (laughs) just about to say that. I was like, like, it's like it's like everybody starting off a story like, so I was drinking, right? It's all so you like to come nice. You like to come hard because she stuck your finger in the butt see what, <laughs> what happened was <laughs> i think that was just like his mode of defense i mean it's always that i feel like the way you said it's always a stigma of like oh that's gay or oh that stinks or it's gonna you know shit is gonna be on my dick it's dirty you people know people worry about what they're gonna look like too is yeah. the thing a dude some dudes are not comfortable enough with themselves to be like, oh, I take it in the ass and I like it, and hey, I fucking am with a girl. Like, you know, whatever the situation is, if you're coming, then it seems like the end result is getting there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to do pegging, go on online at Adam and Eve, and they have an awesome, like, starter <laughs> kit, and get yourself that kit. I think, well, you get a bunch of free gifts and shit when you order from them anyway. You'll get some porn. And it, and for, and... Guys, like seriously, if if it's like you're curious about it, I mean, just try it. But then at the same time, if you don't like it, just tell me you don't like it. Are you like, curious about it? There's. You am I curious it. about it? <laughs> Honestly, not really. All right, so um, we, we scratch I just, I'm just saying now. it's just mine. I'm not. I'm just saying that We're right now. I'm just <laughs> saying it right now. Until that finger slips up his ass, and then maybe. <laughs> so I'm just saying that right now. I'm not saying like, oh, I'll never be in it too, because I'll be open to try something like that. I but try not pegging. right now. I'm so. I'm all. I would love to be the pegger. <laughs> I'm all. Let's do it. Well, like I said, is you can always just say no, and you don't ever have to start off. Well, I'm not gay. No, we we establish that if you're with a woman, obviously I'm pretty sure she knows, and 
you obviously know, but <laughs> it's just it's okay just to be like, hey, I have I this is something I like. If you don't want to try it, that's cool. Just be comfortable with it. Like don't stop labeling yourself. Exactly. Just stop being afraid of matter. that. Yeah. And I think so. I think my biggest thing I thought about it when you were saying that is. I worry, I want to peg, but then I worry with pegging that, like, that dick is not attached to my body, so I can't really feel it when you're, like, I might murder <laughs> Help you. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just having too much fun, and then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh my god, are you alive? Oh my god. <laughs> and I, I'm all, that's, like, my biggest, <laughs> my biggest fear with that. I'm all, oh. <laughs> so usually, probably with that, you probably have to have some safety words. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Create uh, the safe word. You probably have to do the <laughs> UFC tap. Because yeah. I forget them. Yeah. Make it something that, like, don't make it something stupid like bananas, because then you're going to be like, oh yeah, we do need bananas. And then, <laughs> Let me go get yeah, that. I'll yeah. Like, I'll be like, water watermelon and i'll say it randomly and it's like what the fuck? it's like oh yeah you <laughs> like it yeah i like watermelon too and then you keep going like you need to you know you need to say something watermelon like, smoothies like, yeah you need to say like python fucker or something like something so random where you're like python fuck oh that's a safe word <laughs> and then maybe you need to just slow it down granny's underwear i know granny's underwear Ew. <laughs> and just like that he went soft <laughs> Gran- it's a safe word i'm just saying yeah your safe word should That's be great. something I should either turn you off, but... I would like to talk to people that are more... Maybe people that get pegged or do pegging. Hmm, that'd be nice to bring them on the show. Yeah, because more I have more of like an interest in doing it, and I haven't done it, so it's hard to be able to be like, this is how it feels for sure. So she, she wants some pointers on... On the pegging experience. Or any peggers in Tucson. Any peggers in Tucson. <laughs> feel free to speak to us. Hit up our inbox on the website. <laughs> and like I said, and if you if you feel like you have to label yourself, we can keep you anonymous. It's all good. We'll we'll just be the only ones to see it. We'll change your name. But if you just want to just tell us about an experience, it'd be great for us to you know discuss Open our and, minds. and share it and you know get get a better perspective of things that we don't know hardly anything about. Hmm. All right, good stuff. So we have another question from Anonymous listener, and this one is, does having sex or thoughts of sex with a tranny make you gay? Um, I'll go ahead and open this one up. I want to really say um, that it would make you gay, um, but I mean – how can I say this? So would it's, you have it, sex with the tranny? Would I have sex with the tranny? Yeah. I personally wouldn't just because I'm not into it. Because you're not into butt play yet. I'm just. But not, she's working you into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just more interested in a hundred percent woman. I mean that's just that's just my opinion. Um, not saying that I have anything against it, but. I mean, if you like what you like, I mean, don't worry about what, what other people are going to think. It's it's your mentality too. I mean, don't don't think of it as being gay. If it's what you like, it's what you like. It's that's your business. That's your desires. It has nothing to do on if it's labeled or not. Kendra is raising her hand, so she must have a <laughs> very valid point to say towards this. I just thought of something. So, what kind of porn do you watch? What kind of porn do I watch? Like I watch like milf porn. Um, so milf porn meaning man and woman. Man and woman. So you see a dick every time you watch porn. Pretty much. Okay. So a dick is now on the body with the nice ass boobs of that bitch and that porn that you're watching. Okay. There's really no difference. But then it's going in her vagina. 
Well, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I'm a, every dude looks at a dick. <laughs> every time I mean, you watch yeah, porn, I mean, unless but it you is, only watch lesbian porn. But I mean, but I can't. I doesn't can't make you those. gay. No, I, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make you gay. I don't feel like it makes me gay watching porn with. I'm a, not answering you this way. I'm answering the question this way. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> well, we were testing y'all. No, I'm just, I just you started talking, and I was like, come on, let's get real. Dudes look at dicks all the time, and even in, when you're in the locker room or whatever, and you're like pretending you're not looking at that dick out of the corner of your eye, you are. Because every single guy that I've asked, they're like, yeah, I mean, I've seen one or two. <laughs> and there's always a little daddies. giggle. And it's like, oh, okay, because you're sizing up. I know that shit. So, like, for me, I don't like women, but I like boobs. And I like dicks. <laughs> so I would probably want to watch tranny porn. And it would, I'm totally into it. I would be like, oh, yay. But I'm, you know, doesn't make me gay either. <laughs> so it's like, eh. But I figure if you are into boobs and you're into seeing sex happen, no matter, you know, because it could be just some, it could be another girl giving this tranny head. So from a woman's perspective, would you let yourself be fucked by a tranny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. A dude one. Know. One yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what's in. We're talking about, about boobs, boobs and a dick. dick. <laughs> yes. Totally would. My name is Kendra. <laughs> Kim, Kim is so just sitting at the screen, at just smiling like she's she, she has an idea. I don't know. Idea. I don't know. Like I love tits and I love dicks too, See? but it's like so it's like would yeah. I though? Would I? It's like but then but how then, would I feel like feeling the tits and like feeling a dick I would inside like to at the same the time? And feel the boobs That's at the same what I'm time. saying. Like how would I feel about that? I don't know. I don't uh, know if I would take it to like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd probably say I probably wouldn't, but... Because I haven't even seen a porn, to be honest. I haven't even seen tranny porn. So I'm just maybe. comfortable with That's a, what you're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to look up a tranny porn. So, I mean, that's just my thing. I'm just comfortable with a pussy. So, vagina, no boobs. Vagina, if, boobs. I mean, like I said, if it's a... If it's right, a, so we're talking a, about a, a guy that's transitioning into a woman, and he now has a vagina, but he hasn't got his boobs done yet. Or she, Sorry. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, boobs isn't, like, my huge thing. I mean, I'm more so of an ass person. So you just vagina and ass. So if you, like, so this if he's, like, on all fours. <laughs> this is a ten body. You thought it was a female from behind. You had no idea that it was, you know, they're transitioning. Mm. Vagina's there. Banging ass. You touch it and it jiggles. Okay. The lights are off. <laughs> Do you put it in? <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird because I mean, am I drinking or like? <laughs> so the answer is yes. <laughs> so is there, is, there some type, is there some type of inebriation that is going on in this thing? Was I kidnapped? Is it dark because I have a mask on my head? Am I tied up? <laughs> like I, said, I probably wouldn't myself, but I'm not going to judge anybody that does. Like I could see where you're getting like the best of both worlds kind of thing, but then I don't know. I have to work myself into thinking of that. I feel that, like the you know? right person, we could get you to do that. <laughs> we got to find the right person. And then we could talk about it. But what if they sound like a guy? <clears throat> Ooh, I don't so know. your eyes are closed and they're just <laughs> pounding away at you. You... You, you, I want you to sound like a guy. I don't care if you have tits or not. <laughs> you have a dick, and I want to hear a guy. So I'm all good with that. What if they're going through the hormone treatment, though? That'll they be like, like a hey. Woman. Better put on this Darth Vader My mask. hand is over their mouth right now. Be, 
quiet. <laughs> I want Don't you to put on his voice changer helmet for I me. told you, I'm big on noises. You make too many noises. I was, was going to say, weren't you, Manuel, the ones that weren't really into, like, it doesn't matter, the dirty talk to you guys. You don't have to be vocal like that. Breathing I've, I've been trying like to do that. that more. I'm getting better. We're so not, if it was I'm like... mastering that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's like a tranny, then it doesn't matter. Just let me hear you breathe. Let well, me feel your tits yeah, and your dick. I don't need talking anyway, so... <laughs> You talk like a little bitch, shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's when I become I all dominant, at, probably. <laughs> I do look at my first tranny porn. I think that's where I stand at. Let me look at it. As for you thinking if you're gay, honestly, I don't think you should put a title to yourself. I, yeah, I why do you have to blend in with some fucking straight, gay, whatever? Get off because you like tranny porn and that's just what you like and go have sex with women or men or whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I don't think it or matters. Or tranny. Yeah. yeah. What kind of tranny? My name is Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think that's the biggest thing is get the whole is it gay notion out of your head because it's not. It's your own personal desire. It's, it's up to you. It's what you like. And so I, I just I just don't think that you should make it uncomfortable. If hey, if you if you having thoughts of wanting to have sex with a tranny or or you like watching sex with trannies, I mean, yeah, don't put a don't put the label on yourself. Don't 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 put your own blockade on what you like. You know, I mean, you because you're only doing it to yourself. It doesn't matter what everybody else is gonna think. Because at the end of the day, what you do at home is what you do at home. Yeah, like I watch cuckold porn. I love that shit. <laughs> I have these cuckold fantasies. So I'm like, what's the other one called? Hot wifing. It's hot wifing. Hot wifing. Is that? Switch that's hot wifing is when you would like to see him have sex with somebody else. Oh. Like, oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's the other side. Yeah, I have those fantasies too. I thought it was weird at first, you know, but then I'm like, you know what? But Just see, it doesn't make you a monster. Like. Doesn't make you, you know, a horrible non-religious person. Doesn't <laughs> make am. you. It doesn't make you. <laughs> I'm a heathen. Evil. I own yeah, it. it doesn't make you. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, like. We all grew up watching porn or something about sex was pushed on us one way or another. It was never us. Yeah. We weren't in that shit. <laughs> it's yeah. usually other, unless you made a video and you watched it all the time. <laughs> but, like, otherwise, it's somebody else you're watching. So why wouldn't you fantasize somebody else having sex with those people or exactly. other people? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. So, yeah, so Anonymous, it's, it's completely fine no like i said we here do not think you're gay we don't think that you're a horrible person for having those thoughts like what you like do what you want to do it's your life it's your fantasies it's your desire embrace them you know explore them you know even if you don't you know it's just one of those things just don't think that it makes you any different of a person and that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead and read the next question that we have. Uh, it says, "Hello, what really is cheating? Kissing others, talking to others, virtual relationships." This is from T. So, what I think, uh, as far as like cheating-wise, um, besides putting in the codes in <laughs> video games and being your little brother or sister without them. <laughs> Knowing the fact that they can't kill you because you put an invincibility code, <laughs> but um, I mean honestly, I think it's even to as far as you know, in a sense of even just disrespecting them behind the back, like telling somebody, you know, 
some made up stuff about your partner or anything like that. Oh yeah, she doesn't let me do this or she doesn't let you do that. Basically just not respecting them behind their back when they're not there and having other people draw out this story about how this person is. Um, I mean, I think it really starts there. And I mean, kissing someone, yes, definitely. Getting any type of oral or sexual favors from anybody, yes. Texting, yes. Uh, messaging, yes. Snapchat, definitely. Um, you said definitely. Just, Snapchat <laughs> is not always used for cheating. No, and, it is not I mean, used for cheating, but it is a platform. I'm just saying that it is a platform. So I kind of feel like there's a couple different ways to approach this. What is cheating? If you're in a relationship, a cheating is anything that your partner does not know that you have to hide from them or that your partner is not okay with that you continue to do and have to hide from them. So if you're uncomfortable with your partner seeing your phone or you are worried about getting a message from a girl that your partner is not going to be okay with that or whatever the situation is, if you are getting that feeling, you are cheating. But then I think on the other hand, too, you have to think about the type of cheating that can come from the other end. Because if a guy hits you up and you're like, hey, and you're talking to this person and you find out in that in that conversation that they're in a relationship and you tell your next question should be like, what kind of relationship are you in? And if they don't say, oh, I'm in an open relationship and you continue talking to that person, you're cheating yourself. You are you have entered the danger zone of being an asshole, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think it takes like, the, it depends on which way you're looking at it, but for real, I mean, it could be people think watching porn is cheating. And yep. to me, why the <laughs> fuck would I take porn from you when you've been together since you were like 12? Every night. <laughs> I, shoot, if, if that's the case, and I am guilty as shit, because... My God. I'm all shit. Turn that on while we're having sex. <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. You know, that's not cheating I will, for me. I will, I will plug my laptop into the TV so then we can basically have... Watch it together. Have a screen. I think it's just... It's anything you have to hide. If you know that your partner is going to get upset about some shit and you hide it, that's cheating. Even even if it's not anything relationship-wise, like if you have like a bank account and you have to set up a new the bank account that you don't tell your partner about for anything because it's your own personal money. Knowing the fact that you two share an account, but you have to set up your own personal account for your own spendings or, or whatever without your partner ever knowing, that's, I mean that's cheating. I mean – that's that's what I think. I mean, even making big decisions, coming home and be like, "Hey, honey, I forgot to tell you, but I sold the house." You know, I mean, you did all that behind your partner's back. I'm pretty sure you had to make sure they didn't see the emails or the text messages or anything like that. So, I mean, in a sense, cheating when you're in a relationship goes far beyond just the actual relationship itself. It's just that things that you feel like you have to hide. Because, I mean, you could cheat on your friends. Oh, yeah. And, like, shit that you don't even... Shit that's not a big deal. Where you're like, I'm going to change this person's name. And, like, at that moment, you're like, why am I doing this? And really, it's like, (laughs) oh, I shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) So you really do have that little angel and devil on your shoulder. And the devil's like, hey, go ahead and change your name. And the angel's like, I don't think that's a great idea. But, like I said, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different forms that... That's that's the problem with relationships, and that's why there's such a huge different uh, percentage-wise. It, it's anywhere from 25% to 75% 
of relationships are impacted by infidelity or cheating. And that's because people do. People are like, oh, you didn't come, you know, you're on social media liking these girls' pictures, and that to me is considered cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, to others, it's the extreme where it's like, you slept with a woman, and that that's cheating. Or, you know, it's others where it's like, we're in a uh, man and wife relationship, and you stepped out with somebody, you know, somebody of the same sex, and that's what cheating is to that person. Like, every single person has a different rating, I guess, of what cheating is. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, if you're fucking, if you know that it's wrong and you shouldn't be doing it, you're cheating. (laughs) I feel like it goes beyond physical, too. There's a, I think there's definitely an emotional type of connection where you can cheat that way as well. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean... And that's, like, for me, I'm not about, emo- I'm all about emotional monogamy. I could be totally different when it comes to, like, physical monogamy, whatever, you know, I kind of vary when it comes there. But, like, nobody else better be fucking getting your feelings. Those are mine. And so if at any point somebody is sitting there going, oh, I'm sorry you don't feel well, blah, 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 like, we are having problems. <laughs> you know, that is cheating. <laughs> I don't give a, f- I don't care how her day was. I just got home from work. <laughs> How the fuck is my day? <laughs> like, so then, like, what about if he opens up to somebody outside of the relationship or you do the same thing? Do you feel like that's cheating in a sense? Opening but, up about your problems within your relationship to other people? You shouldn't open up about problems with your relationship sexually to anybody else unless you go to a therapist. Yeah. Or you're listening to our show. You can open up to us by writing in. But um, friend-wise, there's no reason that your friend should know anything about your sex life. There's no reason that some person that you've known for a few months that, you know, maybe is an acquaintance or whatever, you should randomly talk about the issues that you're having with your sex life. Like, so what if it's like your – what if it's someone like you're comfortable talking to, like your sister or your mom or even your dad, like – is it would that be considered cheating if you if you tell your parents about issues that are going on but your partner doesn't know you're talking to them? I mean, is that considered yeah. going behind their back? I think if you're going behind their back, you are doing something wrong. Yeah. If you're like, I'm gonna talk to my mom about this, but I don't want you to know about it, and I'm gonna keep it all secret, <laughs> and we're gonna set up this secret meeting, and just think of everything in that. It's like one after another, after another, after another, and it's like eventually all that shit is gonna crumble down. You know, for me, like, I, with my husband, I'll be like, who is it okay for me to talk to about, like, certain things? That's a really easy way for me to be like, oh, okay, I can open up to this person. I don't have to worry about it coming back to bite me in the ass if it comes up later. Like, Have you <laughs> actually cheated on anybody? Like, in general? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all <honest> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alright, I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just one time, answer. though. <laughs> I'm all, we're all guilty, right? Yes. So, we are. <laughs> cheating happens, and, like, that's that's the, it's, like, unfortunate to think of that way, but we're in a time where it's so easy to cheat, whether it is, like, oh, I had sex with somebody else, or, oh, I was messaging this person, or, oh, I sent some pictures of my boobs, like, you know. <laughs> and so, like, comparing, well, I guess in your case, since you said physical varies with you, Versus emotional. So in that case, that to you would impact you more than, let's say, like, you know, your husband fucking somebody else, basically. Yeah. If yeah, they have an emotional like, connection, yeah, I'm we're like, oh, ruined. I think I love this I girl. I give a fuck about sex because 
if you're a one and done, how good were you? Like, you know what I mean? I'm all, yeah. That's not something that's going to affect me any. Yeah. But, like, if there's yeah. some kind of emotional tie, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I have a problem with my husband then, and I have a problem with you, because that's mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's a woman, God, I fucking hate women. <laughs> like, oh, I can't. It's so hard for me. I'm, I try to be nice to everyone, and I, like, am, like, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but... Nine, eight times out of ten, bitches are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are. Scandalous, too. (laughs) What do you... You said you consider... You were talking about emotional cheating. Mm. But so do we all kind of agree on that? Like, anything you have to hide? I would say yes. Unless it's a birthday fucking present. Well... Yeah, it feels like a surprise. I mean, that's that's different. No. Yeah, if it's like a surprise or anything like that, but I think if it's something that you physically have to share with someone else about... I feel like if you know it's wrong, or you know that it's going to hurt them in some way, then you know that you, you know what you're doing. You have you know, a little like, little type of light that goes yeah. off. But I think that's, like you were saying, is I think it makes it so e- easier, and I think that's probably why so many friendships get ruined on Facebook, too. It's because <laughs> it's, like, it's like someone always says something, and then... Oh, my friend who's friends with your friend saw a post that you did, but you didn't tell her that when you saw her last time. And it could just be – it could be your family. It could be your cousin. It could be your ex-girlfriend, your ex-boyfriend, whoever it is. If you didn't tell them directly but you put it on Facebook, it just makes it so much easier for people to find that shit out. And be. And basically it's not like in the form of what Jerry Springer may consider as cheating but you know it is going behind someone else's back displaying it and hoping that quote unquote they don't find out about it well and then now you have to remember with cheating like i don't know i love facebook and i love the pages in tucson because if you get caught cheating here people put your ass on facebook so quick it is wonderful it was fucking hilarious and i grew up looking at the dirty and oh, going through and being like, oh my, god, oh my god, I know him. Oh my god, I know him. Oh my god. You know, I didn't like... even know about the dirty until I became a freshman at the U of A. And my friend was actually like, you never want to end up on that site, girl. Like, I knew I about that. I know so many people that are on yeah. the dirty. <laughs> and it's like, but the thing about that, so the thing about the dirty is it's angry bitches talking shit about other bitches who got with their dude, not realizing like, oh, it was not really all the bitch. Although yeah. it is mostly the bitch. Not mostly. Half and half. I'll I'll be fair. (laughs) But, like, I used to always look at that and go through it, like, read the stories and be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) You shouldn't have been getting caught up. Like, don't be that person. (laughs) Jeez. That was all the questions that we had for tonight. Again, thank you for everybody that submitted. We do look forward to hearing whatever questions you have for us. So continue to do so. Keep asking away we appreciate that we appreciate you tuning in for volume five of hush and we hope you have a great night later y'all we don't have to say a word baby don't say a word when you walk in just take off your clothes Leave them on the floor Cause we don't need them no more